You're listening to Let's Talk Entertainment, where entertainment comes together. Here's your host, Isaac Amons. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk Entertainment. I'm your host, Isaac Ammons. Season 3, Episode 2 is here. We got Casino from Chicago joining the show this week. It's going to be a great conversation. We don't have any news headlines this week, so we're just going to dive straight on into the interview. So, Casino, thank you so much for joining the show. Welcome to Let's Talk Entertainment. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's really great to have you on. Um, so, we talked just a few minutes ago. Um, so you're from Siberia. You came to the U.S. How, what, what was that transition like? Uh, well, um, okay. So when I came, I was, I was 20. I just turned 20. And I remember that back then it seemed, it seemed really cool. And it was like, oh my God, I'm doing so, something cool. Da, da, da. And it was not even, it was not even scary and stuff. But right now, thinking about it, like my hands start start sweating and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, how did I even do that? It was, um, I want to say that it was hard, but I feel like I was too young to, I was too young and too adventurous to, to even like understand that. Right, right. Yeah. But it so, was, it was pretty hard, especially for somebody, especially because I couldn't, I didn't speak English that well. Right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, and Russian Russian is very for me it was a very different language. I've learned I took a semester of Russian. So Really? I know <laughs> very little Russian. Um but I Russian know. is even hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russian is even hard for Russians. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's funny you said you're from Siberia and I was actually supposed to be going to Siberia. Um Really? Two, yeah, I was supposed to be going in 2014. Uh, for, for work uh studying abroad i was doing uh, multicultural studies and that was gonna be my major but then i hated school so then i still, <laughs> I still went abroad but i went to the middle east because russia denied my visa so uh, <laughs> but yeah so wow well maybe that's good <laughs> maybe maybe because i don't know how it have done in like the negative 20 degree weather <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah so probably negative 40 you know <laughs> hey i was going with the lighter side of things <laughs> but yeah uh that's crazy that you're from siberia that's awesome it's really exciting uh so what 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 was the changeover from coming over what was that thought process of what you're gonna do when you get here um okay so Back then, I don't think I knew what I'm going to do. I think I just wanted to leave. <laughs> I think I just wanted to get here. I was like, I'm going, I'm going. And I, so I, I came as a student and I was supposed to only stay here for three months. It was like a student exchange program, something like yours. And I was supposed to stay here for three months. But um, I remember leaving I told all of my friends, well, guys, I'm just going there for summer. I'm going to, I'll see you soon, da, da, da. And then I came back after 11 years <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> I feel like back then I didn't even, I, I didn't even want to admit, admit to myself that I want to stay. Like I was just leaving and I was thinking, I'll probably come back or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. What am I going to do there? I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. 
I didn't, I didn't really go here to do something specific. Right. Just wanted to go just, and see. Just Let's wanted to get, get out into the world. <laughs> yes. Let me see. Yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. Uh, so you're in the music business. I know a lot of our guests on the show are writers, poets, all that kind of thing. Uh, so take us through what you actually do with music. I know you're like an engineer and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. walk us through some of that. So um, I record, mix, and master mostly vocals, which means, let's say an artist comes to me, he records he records in a booth and okay so long story short i make everybody sound beautiful <laughs> yeah That's i make awesome. singers and rappers sound beautiful okay <laughs> so through that process what how did you come to that realization of i wanted i want to mix a master like how did that come into being um so i think okay <laughs> I feel like um, in how much time do we have? Because I can just we have, talk. <laughs> we have all the time that you want to okay. take for the real. Like no, okay. no time limit whatsoever. I'm good. So okay. Well, yeah. I'm from a small city in Siberia, and I feel like when I came here for a couple of years here, I had like a small, small town girl mentality. I was like, well, I'm from like I'm from a small city I can't really make anywhere big or do anything cool or like do something blah 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 and um back then before I even started doing this I remember that my mentality was nobody's gonna hire me as like you know like I'm just a girl from Russia nobody really cares nobody really cares you know but then um I remember there was this guy, I used to date this guy, he was Ukrainian, and um, it was super long time ago. <laughs> he was into books, uh, into these, uh, what's the name of that book? Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Do you, have you, have you familiar? So it was like, so he used to read books about very successful people, about their stories, how they got, how they got really rich, like what they did, blah, blah, blah. So he, like he would read all of those books and then, then he, we would meet up and he would just sit there and tell me, oh, you know, this guy and this guy, did, he did this, he did that. And then one time we went and met up and he, he told me, there's this one guy, he invested over 300 businesses in the, in the world over his lifetime. And right now he makes $500,000 a day. And I was like, damn, $500,000 a day. And he goes, yeah. He said, uh, you know, it was his first ever business. And I was like, what? He goes, a recording studio. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh my God. And it was the, it was the time I was 24. I, I, I had like four years of partying and doing whatever here. And it was the time when I was like, well, maybe it's time for me to start looking for myself because I'm not going to be partying and being a waitress my whole life. I need to actually think about something, you know? Right. So, um, and I was, I was, I remember I was, I, I went to college and I started drawing. I was taking drawing classes. I was like taking dances, dan dancing classes. I was doing everything. I was just trying myself and everything. And then after this conversation with him, I was like, Hey, maybe recording studio might be something for me because I was a, I was an, I was a bartender at the nightclub back then. And 
I loved music. I loved music so much. And I was like, oh, I wish I could do something with music, but I'm not talented enough to sing or anything. So I started thinking about this recording studio thing. I started talking to people. And then somebody told me, hey, I have this guy who owns the recording studio. They're looking for interns. And that's it. That's how everything started. I got the internship. And then four years after that, we, I opened my own studio. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So <clears throat> what? going through the recording process what how exactly do you go about mixing and mastering like what are some of the bases you look for that an artist does or things that you do to build or to to do what you do uh well i guess okay so we have the saying (laughs) engineers if it's recorded really well then everything's gonna be fine (laughs) pretty much pretty much but uh if recording is not good then your mix will never come out good. So when I I record, I make sure that the vocals are right and I make sure that the artist is always on pitch. And if he's not on pitch, I'll be like, hey, you got to redo this. You got to redo this. You got to do this again. But yeah, pretty much sometimes, sometimes I coach the artist through the session, vocal produce sometimes, but yeah. And then mix and mastering, this is decorating (laughs) (laughs) playing with all the pieces till they fall together (laughs) yeah let's talk entertainment we'll return after a quick break wait so you like concerts podcasts and music and you don't listen to concerts that made us podcast? Oh man, you're missing out. You've got to head over there straight away. They have interviews with the best up and coming bands, as well as some famous ones thrown in the mix too. And don't even get me started on the concert stories. Oh man, are they wild. That's Concerts That Made Us Podcast. New episodes every Thursday on all podcast players. Do you love music, music news, and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan, and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Uh, how long is the generic, like, if you were to go with a bass, say, song, how, what is the generic length that it takes to get a song done? So everybody's different. Um, let's say, I'm pretty sure... Kendrick Lamar records a song in probably like an hour <laughs> because he's he's really good. He probably right. won't take everything. Uh, there's the story, you know, the song um, by Whitney Houston. And I, I will always love you. They say that song was recorded in four minutes. Wow. That's impressive. Yes. They said that <laughs> they say that she went in the booth. She sang in one take and then she left. And that's, that's, and that's it. 
it was like four minutes and she she left <laughs> wow which is insane right yeah that's so crazy everybody's different but i'm sure for example who's um mariah carey she probably because she has multiple stacks she doubles her vocals she has harmonies everywhere and it's like right. it's beautiful and big it's pro it probably it might take her up to four or five hours to record a song right yeah and then mixing is a whole different process that, <laughs> that might take hours and hours and hours and then revisions yeah. and everything yeah so what what is it about mixing and mastering that makes you enjoy it so much um i feel like <laughs> okay so um a couple of years ago I had a boyfriend and he was like, he was very Russian with like a Russian mentality. He was like, yeah, I need a wife who's going to be sitting at home and cooking for me and no, no, no. And um, I remember I was at home a lot cooking, <laughs> cooking, <laughs> cooking. Right. And um, I remember it would take me up to four hours to cook something for him, like to actually make dough from scratch and just like, like oh, it was like, oh, I hated it so much. It's not that I don't like, I don't like cooking. I, I'm cool with cooking, but I would like, I would spend hours and hours and then he would come and eat it all in 10 minutes. <laughs> I'll be like, man, my half of my day went to making this for you. And it's going to turn into, I'm sorry, it's going to turn into shit later, you know? <laughs> so, so my whole thing was, um, I always, I used to always like be, I used to always go to the studio and just mix for free, you know, like I wouldn't even care if the client pays me or no, I just wanted to do it because if you think about it, the song, this song will stay forever. Even right. if, even if you will never be, become famous this song will be there forever. In 50 years, you can play the song. It's like, it's timeless. This is a timeless present. If I'm giving you a song for birthday or Valentine's Day, that song will stay forever, forever. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to food, you know? <laughs> food. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Like music is, we still listen to stuff from like the 1900s. It's still yeah. just as good as then. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's perfect. The timelessness of music is a glorious glorious gift that we have yeah uh, and i think just in general love for music it's just love for music in general not one genre not like one song it's music in general okay but if i were to ask you what your favorite genre is what would it be <laughs> this is so hard this is so hard for me <laughs> like really hard um I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> like if you look at my playlist, I have, you cannot play my playlist at a nightclub or like anywhere. You cannot play it at, at a party because there will be one rock song going into MC Hammer and then it's going to be, <laughs> and then it's going to be Tupac. And then out of nowhere, there's uh, The Weeknd and Black. And then it's just very, it's very crazy. <laughs> yeah uh so i've seen a lot on your instagram because i've been following you for a while uh not in a creepy sort of way <laughs> in, in any way uh but you there seems to be some like a type of community with engineers and stuff like that how 
how have you found that and how has that helped you grow into becoming a better engineer slash better mixer the community of the engineers um it's just just here in chicago you mean just anywhere anywhere you've met people that you've either collaborated with or bounced ideas off of how has that helped you grow um makes sense well the first studio that i was interning with um the head engineer his name is alex cruz he is he's just an amazing person he's a like he's very religious like he's christian and um i feel like i got super super lucky because it's really turned out it's really hard to for a woman to find a safe space in a music industry because they most of the time they get hit they get hit on by engineers they get hit on by other artists and stuff and i just got really lucky because um i was interning with with a really amazing person he's an amazing person he's an amazing engineer and he like his life goal is to just help others this is all he wants to do he just he wants to help others and he doesn't want grammys he doesn't want money he just wants to help others so um he taught me a lot he taught me the major the majority of the things but and then after that i kind of started listening to um I kind of did my own my own stuff. I feel like because I'm a female, I do a lot of really pretty stuff in the songs <laughs> because that's just because of what I like. But other than that, it's actually I would say it's pretty hard to find support in uh, in, in the engineering circle because everybody, yeah, everybody right, in Chicago. Turn my light off. <laughs> no, you're good. Everybody, everybody in Chicago is like it's a competition right so nobody would really want to help you help you but everybody's like oh i don't want to give you my clients i don't really want to share with you da 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 um but right now i'm trying to build i'm trying to build a safe space for women and also i'll also hire i'm also looking for interns and people who i can teach myself just to join my team just right. so we can working all together okay yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the music industry is a very big pond with everybody's a little fish. I guess that's yeah. a great uh, illustration. Um, but yeah, I can totally see the competitiveness there. Uh, how how do you go about finding your clients? Like, how do you? I know you like people word of mouth and all that. Um, what has been your biggest driving force for getting new clients? Um, well, I need to pay my I need to pay for my bills. <laughs> to pay the <laughs> bills. The then uh, I do. I actually do want to get get Grammys, and I believe I'm not. If I'm not going to be doing anything and just sitting around, <laughs> then I will never get my Grammy. Um, so I feel like. I feel like the majority of my clients came from my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So I do a lot of marketing on Instagram. I pretty much my whole my whole page is just engineering. I don't I never post any personal stuff. I just it's all about music. It's all about oh this is what I did. This is what I've done. Da, 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 da. Like right. hey, record with me. Yeah. So almost almost all of my clients came from Instagram or word of, word of mouth. Okay. Yeah. So. 
jumping into more broad topics that are not directly directly at you but kind of affect you uh this past two years with the pandemic and all that i know it's been a big topic for everyone Mm -hmm. everybody's been affected by it in some way or another uh how has it really affected you guys up in chicago how and in the engineering sector so i've heard a couple of studios close down but again i feel like i got a little lucky um right in the in the beginning of pandemic i was in a competition um (laughs) one of my engineers told me hey i don't know if you've heard there's this uh engineering community in la they engineering i guess I guess we, we they can call it a community. Uh, they call it engineers. Engineers. Yeah, yeah. Follow them on Instagram. Yeah. So they, um, the guy who runs it is uh, a personal engineer of Kendrick Lamar. He used to work with um, TDE. So he recorded. He recorded pretty, pretty much everybody in the industry. SZA. It was uh, um, J Rock. It was like everybody famous. Everybody famous. <laughs> So he's a, he's a really he's probably the most famous engineer right now. Uh, so him and Young Guru, which is um, Young Guru, is Jay Z's personal engineer. Okay. So they decided to do to throw this contest for engineers from all over the world. All we had to do is send a song to submit out one of our mixes, and um, that's pretty much it. So they listened to it was two thousand people from all over the world, and they picked thirty two. So one of my engineers told me about it and I was like, well, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'll just, I'll just send one of my songs. And then I found out that they picked me as one of the 32 from like everywhere in the world. And I feel like that kind of, that was right in the beginning of the pandemic, like right when pandemic started. So I feel, I feel like because of that, people started like people started looking into me a little bit and they were like hey well hey can I send you a mix can I send a song for you to mix for me and I feel like that's how everything started then um I actually went all the way to the finals in the in the competition I lost against the winner but that that gave me a lot of business so because of the competition I started getting people from everywhere in the world like it was Canada, it was Africa, Germany, everybody wanted to mix with me. And wow. I feel like because of that, just because of the competition, I was actually able to stay afloat. That's awesome. <laughs> and not close the studio. <laughs> that actually helped me a lot. I feel like it even, that helped me a lot. Yeah. I don't, yeah. that's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's super exciting. Yeah. I know it's been a crazy time for everybody in the world um just not knowing what's going to happen next but just trying to stay afloat so yeah that's great that that that's perfect timing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that was crazy how do you how do you feel that the pandemic though has like changed the recording process is has that affected in any way or um yes a lot of people who lost their jobs and got unemployment and got um, stimulus checks, they, I feel like, I feel like they, they thought, okay, this is my chance. I'm getting this money right now. I need to just 
I need to make it. I need to, this is my chance to actually like work, work, like focus on my, my craft because I don't, I don't need to go to job every day. I don't need to go to work every day. I don't need to do anything. I just, I can just go to the studio. So I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people kind of grew, like work on their craft. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was good for the industry. <laughs> yeah. In a sense. Because a lot of people worked on their craft. They got better. They got a lot of recordings done. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know especially um, from doing a podcast, uh, that the whole pandemic thing is really skyrocketed everybody's um, drive to want to do it. I know yeah. personally just sitting around not doing anything, having something to go to and, and just do keep yourself busy and keep your mind off everything that's happening yeah uh, it's just it was great and that's pretty much where i mean the show blossomed from it um so we're just trying to keep it going still but that's good. uh yeah so it's been exciting times and we'll see where it goes so yeah yeah uh talking about the music industry how do you feel or where what do you want to see the music industry go in the next say five years um okay in next five to ten years i want to get a grammy <laughs> personally <laughs> i personally want to bless the music industry with my grammy <laughs> yes of course <laughs> yes <laughs> but um oh that's good i like it to be completely honest I feel, I, I think from the things that I saw, I've seen, I feel like the music industry is uh, one of the, one of the toughest industries out there. <laughs> like you can, it is really hard. It is really, really, really hard to make it. You have to do, there's a lot of things that you don't know about. A lot of artists don't know about. There's entertainment lawyers who charge $500 an hour. There's uh, PR managers who you have, you gotta have to, to, to get somewhere. There are, um, so there's so much money that you need to put into marketing. There's a, uh, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who lie. There's a lot of people who, uh, pretend to be somebody. There's a lot of people who are not talented, but, but somehow famous. There's a lot of things that, there's a lot of, how do I say that in a good way? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of problems in the music industry <laughs> that we don't know about. It's, it's like a lot of behind the scenes things. And I would love, I would love for things to be less exclusive in the next 10 to, 10 to five to 10 years. So I would love for people, I would love people to actually to feel like they have a chance, you know, because right. sometimes you feel you try and try and try and try. And at the end of the day, somebody who knows somebody is out there and he, he never like he didn't even try as hard as we did. 
but he just knew somebody and he's making all of the, these millions on songs that he never even wrote himself but we right. out here like writing producing <laughs> recording mixing mastering shooting our own videos dancing doing everything and ah, we're like trying so hard and we just don't know anybody who can help us you know right <laughs> yeah so i would love for i would love for things to be less exclusive in the music industry yeah that'd be great oh uh, yeah. it does seem like everybody has to know somebody to get somewhere uh, yes <laughs> even just even in just day-to-day -day stuff it's it's so dumb like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like just, you know somebody so you get the easier job that's not cool like I, i've worked hard for it so why don't i get the payoff for it uh, exactly. but yeah I, I can totally understand where you're coming from there yeah so do you have any advice that you would share with people that are looking to uh, become an engineer or anything like that besides um, besides don't do it <laughs> <laughs> how did you know <laughs> i could tell <laughs> so um okay if you want to be an engineer, if you really, <laughs> if you really, really, if you know 100% that you want to be an engineer, you should come and intern with me. For sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you, first of all, I feel like a lot of people think that this is a lot of money. It's not. It's going to be a lot of free work in the first year or two a lot a lot of free work like 40 hours of work a week <laughs> free work it's just free um if you're not if it's a lot of marketing it's a lot of it's just i i just want to say that it's really hard it's really hard <laughs> but if you are really determined to become an engineer I would recommend you to record as many, as many, as many different voices, as many uh, different genres, as many different um, genders as possible. <laughs> like record everybody, record yourself, record your mom, record everybody, everybody. I feel like just because of that, I became better because I recorded so much, so much. And like I was taking sessions at, in the middle of the night. I would come to the studio at 3 a.m. because somebody wanted a session, <laughs> 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Like I would come to the studio at 8 a.m. because rappers, for some reason, want to come and record at 8 a.m. Who wants to do that? <laughs> but I guess some rappers do. So um, just record everybody. Just record everybody and mix everybody. That's the only, that's the only way you're going to become better. Yeah, for sure. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So going all over the place, I don't know why I am, but uh, what is some of the music you've been listening to lately? Like what, what's on your playlist right now? Okay, let's see. <laughs> on my playlist uh, right now. Okay. Uh, Tori Lanes. That's the last. Okay. That's the last album I listened to. Um, Jameson. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. He is 
he's amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do I have Write here? Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> there, um, Masego. I'm a fan of Masego. He's yeah, amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like recently I've been. I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm recently I've been listening to a lot of pop. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of pop music. Yep, for sure. Rita Ora is here for some reason. I'm t- I'm telling you, like, <laughs> my <laughs> my playlist is just <laughs> yeah, SZA and then Tiesto is here right next to SZA. So nice. <laughs> yeah, you're very diverse. I love it. Yeah, but re- <laughs> thank you. But recently, I think um, I've been focused on pop, and this is. And this is actually what I want to record more. I would love okay. to work with pop music more. All right. Yeah, for sure. I feel like pop has been a very, I guess, blooming genre of music in the late past couple of years. I feel like pop has really grown exponentially. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like pop will always be there. Yeah. Always. Okay. They say, uh every every genre uh, comes back so genre genre comes back every 12 years so we can even predict let's say there was mariah carey in 12 years there should be somebody else who sounds just like her and i think that's um ariana grande yep i can see it that's a good call then um (laughs) let's say there is every living right in 12 years, there is, um, what's her name? Got a vibe. Dang, oh, Willow. Yes, Willow. So she kind of got, uh, got Avril. I can see that. She's got that so, style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was, it was emo music. And then about 12 years after that, we got emo, emo rap. Yeah. Juice World was popular. Oh so god! Comes back. Remember that? <laughs> I miss Juice World so much. <laughs> right? Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen next. It's exciting. We gotta look at the history. <laughs> what was what was popular twelve years ago? Oh, what was popular twelve years ago? I was have it rock? No idea. Not a clue. <laughs> I feel like emo's making a big big comeback it might just how be about, me how about blink 182 sound all of that like yeah i can see that for sure uh, yeah, i feel like that's gonna come back all mgk right. yeah but he's changed his sound so much like what uh, what is he right? doing that's, he's just riding the wave he's making money right now <laughs> he's a <laughs> okay. good businessman okay you brought him up earlier when is kendrick dropping an album oh I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> right? It's that been too be long. Awesome. I feel like he, he should drop one this year, right? Isn't that what he said? I thought so. It was either this year or last year, and he didn't drop anything last year. So it has to be this year. But then remember he said this is going to be his last album? Yeah, that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's, he's too good to do that. He only dropped, what, two albums, if that? The Pimple Butterfly like, and Mad City. I feel like he's afraid to become one of those artists who 
you know how art, some artists just don't stop and they just keep going and they gradually just become not good and obsolete <laughs> yes <laughs> like i'm so afraid of what's gonna happen to eminem because nobody listens to him anymore now he's like, i used to be like yeah slim shady yes i'm the real shady i was like Duh! but now nobody listens to nobody cares right. about him anymore it's kind of sad i feel like that's what kendrick lamar doesn't want yeah and i don't i don't think you will as if he does what he wants to so i guess that's good on him but you know we want the kendrick <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> oh yeah uh so where can people follow along with your journey and what you got in the works um you can follow me everybody can follow me on uh instagram it's k sound engineering um i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah, you're good don't worry about it so follow me on Instagram, uh, K Sound Engineering. I'm also working on a on this project called Genres. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, uh, I saw that. It's a it's like a I pretty much display my work, which is my mix mixing mastering, and um, while I do this, <laughs> I film music videos like music performances of my artists here at the at my at the studio at the at the major studio. So you can follow, you can follow genres <laughs> on Instagram. It's uh, genres underscore Chicago. Okay. Actually, it's yes, genres underscore Chicago. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I do have a YouTube channel, but I don't really post much on it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put everything in the show notes and stuff so people can go to you there and just keep up with you and see. How everything's going for you up in Chicago. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Senya. It was a great conversation. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so look, much. Look forward to what you're working with in the future and hopefully have you back on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Huge thank you to Ksenia for joining the show this week. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Jessica Lynn Whitty is going to end the show for us this week with her brand new single, We're Not Even Drinking. Just sit back enjoy and we'll see you next week this is heating up we can't get enough hey this thing's going down just a little spark is all it took to start mm, but it's going wild hey boy i think you're thinking what i'm thinking that good kind of trouble we're getting in and we're not even drinking Start a tap, the bartender's mad, but your kiss is the spot. Hey boy, I think you're thinking what I'm thinking. The good kind of trouble that we're getting in. And we're not even drinking. Not a sip, not a pour. All I want of you is a more, more, more. It's out of control.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.